Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, and welcome to the Balance Club. This is our midweek moment. I'm Beth Burns, theater director, writer, performer, teacher, and mom. We're already a little into the new year. Happy New Year! And it's already off to a very dramatic start. (laughs) We had hoped that a lot of the pain and frustration from 2020 would be left behind there. But so far, that's not been the case. And when many things are out of our control... It can be hard to regulate our emotions, so we can feel anxious and unsettled a lot of the time, which is not really conducive to feeling like we're having a fresh start. High levels of anxiety can also lead to our brains trying to control everything, even the uncontrollable, in order to give itself some peace and clarity. Here's an example. During the pandemic, have you ever run some numbers to yourself like, okay, well, if we social distance and they do the testing, then we should be able to go on vacation in the summer or, okay, if they've got X thousand vaccinators and there are this many vulnerable people, we can plan to open up our business again in April. And you're trying to maintain a sense of control to calm yourself. But then when the plans you made based on that imaginary control, when they don't come to fruition, it can be devastating. A lot of people spent a lot of time in that repeated cycle during 2020, and it's really important to try and avoid it this time around. So how do we do it? Well, unless you're a senior official involved in national crisis management, you don't have any power over what's going to happen the rest of this year. That's a fact. It's kind of terrifying to hear that, right? I mean, try saying it out loud. It's not what you want to be telling yourself at the start of a new year, particularly when we're programmed as modern humans to be self-directed with a million choices at our disposal. I'm going to suggest that you try this radical action. Embrace your pandemic powerlessness and accept it. This isn't an election. You can't vote COVID out. You can't vote on every process that your government is implementing to combat the virus. So try acceptance. And breathe out for a minute while that need for control exits your body. It's not your fault, and it's not on you to fix it. Try saying that aloud for yourself if you want. It's not my fault, and it's not on me to fix it. There we go. If we've now managed to relinquish our imaginary control of the mammoth tasks facing the world in 2021, how, in a time of so much uncertainty, do we go about setting our goals for the new year? 
When we don't know what life will look like in eight weeks, how do we plan for ourselves through to next December? And this is where I'm going to talk to you about intentions. Intentions are a little different than goals. For one thing, they're rooted in the present and goals, they focus on the future. Intentions are about what we want to be right now and how we want to express our values in our everyday lives. They're different from goals because goals are about what we do, but the two are related and strong intentions can lead to effective goals. So whether you've set your 2021 goals already and now you're not quite sure how to manifest them, or maybe you went too hard and now you're overwhelmed by the workload you've given yourself, or what if you're kind of stuck about what to do given that we're still in the middle of a pandemic? I want to talk about a few tools to set intentions that are pretty much pandemic proof, but also offer you grace when you need it. And I hope you find them useful to apply to whatever is going on in your life. First, give yourself an easy win. And what I mean is, if your intention for 2021 is to respect your body, you may have planned to start the year with a complicated exercise program that requires all kinds of gym machinery and a personal trainer, or you decide you're going from a lifelong carnivore to a full vegan. Or if your intention was to challenge your brain, you may have signed up for live daily French lessons. Maybe stop for a second and reassess. It might be a good idea to aim for the full machinery exercise program by the end of the year, but start with a commitment to walk around your nearest park every single morning, whatever the weather. And that way you can't negotiate your way out of sticking to your intention. If gyms get shut, that's the end of your program and you sit around for six weeks waiting for them to reopen, but you can always walk around outside. And every day you walk is another day of exercise. And then maybe you start to run the route or maybe after two months you sprint a bit and walk a bit and you see progression, whatever the world circumstances are at that point, whatever the weather. Similarly, you might just buy a French speaking download lesson and listen in your car or when you're cooking. And that way it's on your time schedule and you're not trying to zoom in a meeting or finish a report or rest from your day's work with a teacher on a screen telling you to dépêchez-vous. That means hurry up or (laughs) if you're pressed. (laughs) If you give yourself an easy win, you are more likely to feel that you're honoring your intentions and feel a strong sense of achievement when you consistently succeed If it's not too hard for you, you're more likely to continue doing it and build up your tolerance to then take it to the next level, should you choose. My second suggestion for fulfilling intentions in a time of crisis is to schedule. Back in the heady days of 2019, you may have only put parties, weddings, vacations, and school term dates on your calendar, but right now, If you don't lock in a food delivery slot or a phone call with a loved one, chances are it's not going to happen for another two weeks. If you're homeschooling children for the foreseeable future, scheduling time for yourself is literally the most important thing you can do, bar making sure that the kids eat lunch. Depending on your own circumstances, your intentional time might be at 5 a.m. It might be during a child's nap time, it could be eight o'clock at night, but find a time that works for you and allocate 
30 minutes of intentional time. What you do with it is up to you. Sometimes it might be clearing out the storage boxes that have sat shut for the past six years. Sometimes it might be a YouTube yoga. Sometimes it might be reading some pages of a novel. Whatever it is, make sure it's intentional, not habitual, and in your calendar. And make sure you know what it's going to be at least the morning of the day you're going to do it. Otherwise, you'll mentally roll around deciding what to do. And before you know it, the time will have passed and your day will start or you'll crash and watch TV or the kids will be up from their rest time. Treat that 30 minutes like a meeting with yourself and don't be late. Okay, number three, get going. It's really easy to get stuck in a paralysis state in a crisis, like how some animals just play dead until a predator has passed through their territory. A lot of people simply freeze and decide to wait for blue skies to set any intentions at all. Now, I would argue that not only do you not need to wait for ideal circumstances to take action, it's actually bad for you to do so because life is rarely ideal. It's rare that the perfect situation is going to come along to enable you to fulfill your personal ambitions, and waiting for that day might mean waiting for years, or forever. Some people feel that 2020 was a lost year because of holding themselves in that state, and maybe you do too. Maybe you're thinking, you know, just wait until the summer because then everyone will be vaccinated and things will feel normal again. But what if they aren't? And what if they don't? Are you going to keep waiting? Are you happy in the knowledge that you could get to the end of the year without anything really to show for it? Or could you just start in the here and now in a bumpy, changeable, imperfect way that nevertheless allows you to get closer to your personal goals, whatever else is happening in the world? I think if you manage your expectations on what's possible, but you don't allow that as an excuse not to show up for yourself, you could be really positively surprised by the changes that you're able to make in less than ideal circumstances. My fourth suggestion is to make your intentions measurable and accountable. And this is a pretty standard mantra when forming new habits or striving for goals, but it's even more important in a time of crisis. If you're riding out a storm, you need to know that you've managed to live your values right through a crisis, and you need to know that your time hasn't been wasted. Measurable means data. So you can't just say, I'm going to exercise more. And we already covered easy wins, so you probably don't want to say, I'm going to exercise every day this year for an hour, because that might be overshooting. So maybe you say, I'm going to exercise for three hours a week. And then, depending on the week and your energy levels, you do six 30-minute runs, or you do an hour walking with two different friends and an online video, whatever works. And you write it down so that you know you've achieved it. In terms of accountability, this is also a bit different in a pandemic. You're probably not trying to achieve a health goal in order to look a certain way at an upcoming event or saving up for a scheduled trip. Literally, the only upcoming events on my calendar this month is the weekly garbage collection. So we don't have the usual accountability, which is, did I save enough to book the trip? 
Am I getting compliments on how I look at this party? Can I run all the way to the office and back? We don't have those usual barometers to hold us accountable. So again, it's different depending on your circumstances, but you'll want to find a way to hold yourself accountable to your intentions. Maybe you have a really good and realistic relationship with yourself and you know that if you behave a certain way, you will. Maybe you need to text a friend every time you do your thing, or maybe you need someone to hold your feet to the fire and pay a trainer or a teacher or a therapist so that they can bang on the door or the virtual door and make you get up and get going. Measure and accountability is so important in times like these because every lockdown period or every month that passes can feel like lost time if we don't keep a record of where we were, where we are now, and where we want to go. My fifth and final point to consider on this topic is, who do you want to be by this time next year? And what do you need to have done to achieve that? January, 2022. It seems a long way away, especially when there is so much firefighting to do this year. But if you use that as your guiding star, it could help you to get clarity on this year. Set your intention for January 22, and then work backwards. Think what you'd have to do monthly to achieve the big goals. If you're running a marathon or saving for a property purchase, or you want to sell all your old stuff, figure out where you want to be with that a year from now, and then break it down into monthly, weekly, and if needed, daily steps. Working backwards is often a lot more helpful with fulfilling intentions because you're on a deadline. It forces you to start living those values right away. It's not a wishy-washy this year and in the future. It's 12 months from now. What do I want to be doing? In other words, get going with an easy win, with a clear plan scheduled and an achievable aim. As the ancient Roman poet Horace said, begin be bold, and venture to be wise. And that's it for me. Have a great day, y'all, and I'll see you back here next week. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.